0: I hope everything is going good with you, and I hope everything is going good with yours. I'm gonna do the very regular show, but first I want to give a little bit of a uh, love out to some music from the 1990s, the late 1980s, and uh I think it's important that every once in a while, something that really means something to you must be discussed. And I'm gonna just talk about like the late, the late 80s. First, we went from. Uh, went from rock to hard rock to metal rock then we had the british music invasion which was like the new romantic movement the synth pop movement the new wave movement then we got back to america america decided that they were going to put their foot in the water and they were going to start grunge grunge became a big deal not for a very long time but for a while then we had the post grunge And I am going to use this opportunity to school some people who might not be familiar with some artists. And I just want to drop some names quickly and some songs because I had a discussion with somebody earlier about some of this music and some of the music that they maybe want to investigate because I don't believe music is color. If you listen to music, Due to the color of the person singing the song's skin, you miss out on a lot of blessings of songs from other nationalities and things that they have to share with you. I think it's foolish. We listen to music with our hearts and our ears. Do not listen to music with your eyes. What you see on the CD cover should not influence you to listen or not listen to an artist. Now, there's no particular order, and I'm just going to go through this. You got Nirvana. Now, these are songs that I'm saying, if you're not familiar with the artist, these are the songs I would say start off with. It'll give you some familiarity. It'll give you an idea if you want to listen to this group or not. So, once again, Nirvana, Rape Me. I know that's a crazy title. Something in the Way. You have Pearl Jam, Rearview Mirror, State of Love and Trust, and a song called Black. Foo Fighters, you got Walk and Rope. Now, I'm not saying that these are all the songs. This is the last I'm going to say. This is not all the songs that these groups have made. This is just a tipping point, a starting point, somewhere where you can jump off into this band, and maybe you might find out that you have a band for life. Soundgarden fell on black days, the day that I tried to live. REM, Everybody Hurts, the one I love. The Smashing Pumpkins, Bullets with Butterfly Wings. Tonight, Tonight. Stone Temple Pollets, Plush and Creep. Bush, guess Bush. Swallowed and come down. Ooh, Anemia and Sober. Garbage, Number One Crush. Only Happy When It Rains. Radiohead. Idol Tech. And Creep, uh, another song named Creep three days grace I hate everything about you and never too late Old oh, velvet and celebrity skin alice and change wood and nutshell audio slave like a stone and I am the highway Candlebox, box far behind and you collective soul the world I know and heavy fuel. Hemorrhage in my hands and shimmer. The Google dolls slide in Iris. Matchbox 20, unwell and push. Now, some of these groups might be considered post grunge. I don't know, but it does not make a difference to me. It's same time frame, maybe just a little later. You had Creed, one last breath, my sacrifice and higher. The offspring, self esteem. You're gonna go far, kid, and going away. Lincoln Park, numb, breaking the habit, and faint. Temple of the dog, hunger strike, call me a dog. Nine-inch nails, hurt, the perfect drug, and only. Evervescence, bring me to life, my immortal. Call me when you're sober. Stain it's been a while, so far away and outside. Live, pillar of Davison lightning crashes pain lies on the riverside tonic if you can only see means to me silver chair tomorrow and anna's song the toadies possum kingdom and away of salt cedar and the volcano girls the presidents of the united states lumped jane's addiction jane says in three days Queens of the Stone Age, no one knows, I will appear. Drowning Pools, bodies, tear away. Alien adfall attitudes, smooth criminals and movies. Jimmy Eats World, Sweetness, 23 and Middle. System of the Downs, Chop Suey, Toxicity, BYOB. Corn, Freak on the Leash, Be Blind, Falling Away from Me. Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of, Testify, and Renegades of Funk. Living Color, Cult of Personality, Open Letter to a Landlord. Nickelback, yes, Nickelback, Someday, and How You Remind Me. Like I said, these are just some groups that you can get yourself familiar with some. 80s, 90s, and early 2000 groups, some of them are still making music. Yes, Pearl Pearl Jam's making music. Foo Fighters making music. Uh, The Offspring made a new album last year that was very good. And some of these are just classics that you should have in your library, I think, because like I said, music has no color. Just because you're a black kid and you're from Bed-Stuy or you're from Flatbush or you're from uh, Brazil or if you're from Germany or even Compton, California, why should your album collection only reflect people who look like you? I think that's kind of closed-minded music is open is for your heart. You might hear some stories that relate to things that you go through. A lot of this music, uh, in the eighties and nineties, when we took back over from the new romantic movement became angst music. So they began telling stories again. They began telling relationship stories. They began telling, uh, life is kicking me in the ass stories and it it resonated with a whole group of young people and you know what i'm gonna move on now to the regular portion of the show thanks for sticking with me now if there were some groups that you think i forgot please please feel free to uh educate me by sending me a message I'm more than happy to hear. Maybe I forgot somebody who was a big time and I was like, you know what? That'd be my bad. Well, maybe you will introduce me to somebody that I've never heard and I will appreciate that. Okay. So this week I sent the letter over to uh, the Truth of God Ministries. Uh, I've been listening to this pastor, Gino Jennings. I've said some things about him previously. I've changed my mind about some things about the gentleman uh, over the course of time having listened to him. I uh, actually like his style a lot. I asked, could I link his program to my program? And he was gracious enough, or his people were gracious enough to allow that to happen, so I say thank you. I'm not trying to make a dollar off another man's work. I refuse to do that. Everything that i will ever earned I hope that would go to him. Uh, First of all, I'm not trying to monetize. I'm not trying to reload. I'm just sending a link. I think that he has some messages on there that people could listen to. You could take from it what you want. I like, like I said, I like his style, that he comes at you hard. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He might be gruff and rough for a lot of people. But you know what? We can have the message sent out to people like a pacifier. It's not cotton candy. It's a sword. Swords chops off heads. Cotton candy gives you teeth aches. Okay. So we had some lunatic. Anthony Palillo, And once again thank you to the True for God Ministry. For allowing me to link. Their site to my site. I appreciate that. Like I said. This lunatic Anthony Palillo, A 67 year old man a college professor, which means he has some education. He has a degree of intelligence. He shoots and kills three people at UNOV. And now he's dead too. I mean, when is this going to stop? When are we going to stop hurting other people because we hurt? Have people not figured out that there is a God, that there is medicine, that there is therapy, that there are other ways to go about doing things than leaving a legacy of damaging other human beings who might have never done you a drop of harm. You know what? Mercy on the soul who hurts another who has never harmed them. Protect your family, protect your home, protect your possessions to a degree, but not against somebody who's not even caring about any of those things. You know, but we have this kid, Ethan Crumbly, another shooter. He's been sentenced to life without the possibility of parole for killing four of his classmates and wounding others in that 2021 Michigan school shooting. His parents now are facing charges that they might have one known about it, two, they might have equipped him with the weapons to carry out this heinous act. You know what? So Ethan Crumbly. You know what, man? You wanted to destroy lives. Now you've destroyed your life. You destroyed your family's life. And I mean, that's no payment to the people who actually lost loved ones. But you will never know peace in this life probably again. So Norman, Norman Lear died at the age of 101. You know, Norman Lear, he produced it, directed or created all in the family. Sanford and son What's happening Maud the Jeffersons. Now, I understand that there was a lot going on as far as lawsuits go, but he is accredited in some degree or another with the creation, uh, direction, production of these shows. He introduced a lot of Black families to television that did not exist before him. I would just wish that he would have been able to also hire Black writers to put the words in these Black actors' mouths. You can tell a lot of the things that they said and did. These, even though these are classic, a lot of things that they said and did is how Black people were still perceived, not any real truth to how Black people really believed. But I do say, rest in peace, because he did a service. If not, we don't have Wheezy and we don't have George. We don't have Fred Sanford and we don't have Lamont. We don't have JJ and we don't have Florida. You know what? And those people mean a lot to people of my generation because you could actually turn on a television and see something that resembled something that you could relate to. And we wouldn't have Archie Bunker, who put it out front and center, his racism, his homophobia, his xenophobia, and we got an insight on how some white people or white men in America thought, and we had never got a chance to see that because... America had given us uh, leave it to beaver fathers. They had given us uh, courtship of Eddie's father, courtship of Eddie's father type fathers, you know, white bread, no harm to anybody, loves the world type fathers. And it wasn't a realistic view of what was going on in America. Now, a person that I met one time, Ralph Sorella from the Howard Stern Show. Who was very nice when i met him i met him in front of rockefeller center he's a longtime stern show uh stylist caller contributor i say rest in peace to ralph he died at the age of 58 and ryan o'neill died at the age of 82 this is tatum's dad he appeared in quite a few movies uh he was married to uh farrah fawcett majors at the time or farrah fawcett Without the mages, who knows, but, you know, he died at the age of two, 82. So Israel and Hamas are back at it. Hamas is out of control. They're threatening to execute the hostages unless their demands are met. I am saying this is insane, Hamas. You have to think about your people. Do you want more of your women and children injured and killed? to prove some kind of point instead of sitting down at a table and working this out. uh, It takes two to tango in a situation. Israel and Hamas, are neither one of them are really shining brightly in the world's uh, spectrum right now because of what's going on. But when you threaten to execute hostages, even the support that you have will go away very quickly. So Trump said he would be a dictator for one day. Then he'll focus on drilling. This is the United States of America, people. We don't need a dictator for 10 minutes, five minutes, an hour, let alone 24 hours. Do you know the damage a dictator could do to this country, to our constitution, the things that they could try to reverse in a 24-hour manner? Thank God we have branches. And you know, some things a president will be able to sign off on instantly executive orders, I'm sure. But For him to say that, and for you, if you were even thinking about voting for a man who said he would be a dictator for a day, because the power that he would feel being a dictator for the day, there'd be no human on this planet who would have the determination or the willpower to turn that switch off. So don't fool yourself. And on top of it, this knucklehead said he is not going to testify today in his uh, New York fraud trial, he says he has nothing left to say. I think he's scared that he would say the wrong thing because he's known for saying the wrong thing. And it's what we expect out of him. When he opens his mouth, no peace, no love, no joy comes out. Venom, anger, viciousness, lies is what he's about. And he would have stood there and probably uh, perjured himself in front of a the judge that he's already tried to debase the general uh the attorney general that he's tried to debase on a basic daily basis in these courtrooms and on his truth platform or whatever you call it and so you know what trump maybe for you it's best you keep your mouth shut because you would have only harmed yourself and i think that jury already has been fed the information they need to be fed But it's time for this thing in New York, this fraud trial to start wrapping up, man. We need a decision, we need to move on so that he can go to his other phases of his court battles. Now, transgender women, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this in the best way that I can possibly think about. We have got to save women's sports. We have got to make it a priority in this country and in this world to not wipe away women. Transgender women, you are not born female. You have natural, physical, undisputable advantages over born females when it comes to strength, when it comes to speed, when it comes to agility. And this is not fear that we are taking young women And we are throwing them in a trash bin as though they don't exist. These are our mothers. These are our sisters. These are going to become our girlfriends and our wives. We need to start treating women with dignity, respect, and love because that's what they deserve. Now, transgender women want the same thing, dignity, respect, and love. But you don't mind stepping on the neck of a woman to get it? Then that makes you bad. That makes you That makes you sick. You do not steal from another person. You are a man. You live, say, 85% of your life as a man. And you failed in a male sport. You wasn't fast enough to compete with men. You couldn't lift enough weights to compete with men. So you decide at the 11th hour, you know how I can get my medals because they mean so much to me? I'll say that I'm transitioning. You look 100% like a male. You have not done any. Homotherapy, therapy you don't want a wig or grow your hair out you shave and all of a sudden you didn't win from bobby to betty and you can compete against born raised women who have a limitation a ceiling to some of the things that they can and cannot do and that's not an insult lady because i'm going to tell you now you can't bench 700 pounds there are men who can bench 700 pounds and you know that to be true there are limitations. You can run the marathon in one speed and men are gonna run a marathon in another speed. Men are going to slam dunk 360 and put the ball between their legs. And a young lady might be able to just two hand dunk. So there is a difference. So We got this Jonathan Majors guy. He's on trial also in New York. He's riding around with Megan Good. Not that I care one way or another. Because I don't do the rumors, I don't do the gossip, I don't do the innuendos. But Jonathan Majors, what puts him on my my radar is him showing up every day in court with a Bible. You are sitting there with a girlfriend. The woman that you are accused of having uh, this case come up against was a girlfriend. You are not a Christian when you have a sexual relationship with a woman who's not your wife. So, Jonathan, you don't need to run around with the Bible. Stop being a fraud, man, because the second that this trial is over and if it goes your way, we will never see you running around with a Bible in your hand again. So you need to stop it. Don't be a fraud. And here's another fraudulent thing, people. Christmas. And Christmas is coming up soon. And I did a little research, and I found out that the average American spends $900 and $75 on Christmas gifts alone. What about uh, having that Christmas spirit in your heart for your family year-round, whatever that might be? Do you really need something under a dumb tree with stupid papers that you can only open on one day of the year? Instead of just showing love all year-round, Be Santa to your family and your friends all year round. And I ain't saying gift giving. I'm talking about a spirit-type thing. Because Christmas does not mean really anything to me. I've been past this point years ago. Uh, I I buy my wife gifts. Sure. But another point is don't put yourself in debt. If you cannot afford Christmas, you do not have to be big-willy. You do not have to go out of your way to to max out all your credit cards so that you can see people smile. You can be honest with the people that you love and say, I don't have. And if they cannot understand it, maybe they don't really love you. So be very careful about Christmas. Uh, Be very careful about how you go about getting what you get. Don't put anything on layaway or anything stupid like that. And you know what i wish you the best i hope that you get what you want i hope that you the gifts that you give make people happy but don't put so much weight into a pagan holiday like christmas it really you really need to evaluate what the day is about how you're being manipulated by the system to spend money that you don't have just think about that so we go from congress to being on cameo apps George Santos is just a clown every way, shape, and form that he can be. He's for sale for $200 to call your mother, your grandmother, and maybe say some line that you fed him. You know what, George Santos, man? Go away, please. I watched a little television this week. I watched John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial. This was pretty interesting. Uh, It was a conspiracy-filled documentary three-parter uh that part i did not like that there was so much conspiracy in it because you know what i think that uh john david chapman i believe his name was just did this out of his own mental uh deficiencies and not believe that he was programmed by the government to assassinate john lennon i think that's nonsense but you can look at this yourself and make a determination i just thought it was a pretty interesting uh Documentary. We finally found out who Sir is on found. He's a school teacher, people. Gabby was a student of his. Uh they left it in the air that he might have killed the girl. I don't know if that's true or not, but we will find out as time goes on. But this was a literary teacher in high school, a high school. teacher and she was a student in his class i mean i was always wondering what he did as a profession now we found out and that's why he must he loves books so much and he keeps so many around because literature is his thing i watched dark side of comedy it dealt with ellen degeneres uh i don't understand how they dealt with ellen degeneres and they didn't deal with uh twist at all uh, he was never really brought up i think they showed a very brief clip of him but you know is like a lot of other comedians there's a dark side to making people laugh all the time you must sacrifice something in your dark side because the clown cries as you laugh i also watched mr monk's last case monk was a tv eccentric kind of like a helper for police department uh you know he's a mixed of a lot of characters but he was very eccentric and i say stay away far away from mr monk's last case it was a waste of time this was a money grab this was something that they did not have to do i did not enjoy it but i made it to the end and uh, you know what i would like to see monk go i think that it's dated i think that they came back with the wrong concept Uh, He was over the top in situations he didn't need to be over the top. Uh, I don't know. Stay away from it. I listened to Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday 2. And I found some songs on this album to be outstanding. This is going to go into my best albums of 2023. And let me just say them very briefly. Bobby's Dangerous. Very good. Let me calm down very good. Needle, very good. Everybody, I think, is a true outstanding song that will be played in clubs everywhere. She had a lot of guest appearances on this, Little Uzi Vert, Drake, J. Cole. uh, I believe there's some other people, but I forget right now. Forward from Trini, Pink, Friday Girls. These were all songs that you can listen to it's a pretty long album It might have something like 22 tracks But out of the 22 tracks Easily 10 of them are listenable Which is outstanding for an artist Who's been around that long People are usually lazy They they give you 3 or 4 decent songs And everything else on the album is a throwaway And I'm not a fan of Nicki Minaj per se But I'm a fan of uh, Pink Friday 2 And I stand on that And I'm going to leave that alone Shioni Otani signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers for $700 million for 10 years. $70 million a year to play baseball. This dude is making more per game than some people make in two or three years of work. You know what? I'm not mad at him. He's a two time MVP. Uh, The Dodgers are going to be definitely expecting some wins out of him with Mookie Betts and himself. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. I wish that he could have been a Yankee, but he chose not to go that direction. I don't know if they would have spent that kind of money, but good for him. Jim Leland is headed to the Hall of Fame. You remember Jim Leland? He was the manager, was always smoking cigarettes, Pittsburgh Pirates, I believe Florida Marlins, uh, Detroit Tigers. He won a World Series and you know what jim leland congratulations and also congratulations to the heisman trophy winner lsu senior quarterback Jaden daniels he's the 2023 heisman trophy winner i thought that they were going to give this to bo nicks but uh they thought different than i did i knew caleb williams couldn't win it again but you know what lsu has another heisman trophy winner my new york yankees made a seven-player blockbuster deal. And we got Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres. Now, Juan Soto has been a dude who's played every game last year. He had over 35 home runs last year. He drove in over 100 RBIs last year. Maybe he could teach Mr. Judge and Mr. uh, Stanton that they need to come to work on a daily basis. And his bat with those bats, maybe things will look a lot brighter. For the yankees in 2024 than they did in 2023 when we did not even make the playoffs another guy who got a huge payday now i don't know the direct figures because there's a lot of stuff anywhere from 300 million to some people have it up to 570 million john rom is now liv golf uh you know this gives LIV seven of the last 14 winners at Majors. That is huge. John Rahm is off the tour. They lost Bryson DeChambeau. They lost uh, Dustin Johnson. They lost Brooke Kappa. uh Nobody cares about Sergio Garcia, but you know what? They might also lose Tony for now. The PGA has to do something. They cannot just be all about Tiger Woods and anything to do with Tiger Woods when he is not even a full-time golfer anymore. We don't care about what Charlie is doing. Charlie's his son. He's not our son. We're not interested in 14, 15-year-old golfers. Liv is lying by saying that they're helping to grow the game, which is garbage, total garbage. I have not seen any programs that are listed for young people to be in- included in camps or anything of that nature via live golf and the pga needs to do something to cool itself up to make itself more appealing and going to a 48 year old broken tiger is not the cool pill it is not going to resonate with 20 and 30 year olds and definitely not going to resonate with teenagers so they need to wake up about that uh this is an ongoing story Me as a person who loves golf, likes to play golf, enjoys golf, I will keep you up to date as things go on and as people uh, go back and forth between live and PGA because there was supposed to be some merge and we don't know what happened with that and where that went. And it seemed like it did it just died in the woods and it's just as mysterious today as it was when they signed this merger earlier this year. So, Bronnie James actually debuted for USC. You know what? For him to debut five months after suffering cardiac arrest, which is probably horrifying. Now, I'm not going to get into details why I think it's horrifying or not. Uh, Horrifying for those who love him, those who care about him, and definitely his family members. Now, did he go out there and go insane no he had four points three rebounds two assists two steals one block he shot one for three from three point he played 16 minutes and they lost to long beach college but this young man is getting to live out his dream he's been given the okay to do some so i wish him no harm going forward in his future i wish that he lives to make all his dreams come true. I mean, even though the kid has been living in a fantasy world since day one when LeBron James is your father, uh, I guess you don't know the word no too often. You get what you want when you want, how you want it, more than you need. Hunger is not a word that he understands or can relate to. I hope that he has empathy for those who have less than himself, and that includes less talent, Less opportunes less means—you get the idea. But Brony James has returned, and we'll keep up with his progress as it goes forward. The UFC had a fight night: Song Yudong versus Chris Gutierrez, and Song Yudong won via unanimous decision. Khalil Roundtree Jr. defeated Anthony Smith by TKO in the third round. Uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr. did the coolest thing ever. He knew that he had Anthony Smith down and out. And instead of just being a vicious animal human being and smashing him two or three more times, he just held his hand in the air and was like, Referee, if you don't stop it, I will drop it. And the referee was smart enough to say to himself, I need to stop this fight. This was a pretty good card. You had a lot of knockouts. You had a lot of. Uh, submissions uh as far as a, a card that was moved from singapore to the uh command center in vegas i thought it was all right i'm not going to go deep into that I have a lot of other things to talk about but this was the song versus goodie card now we have a major pay-per-view coming up this week ufc 296 is going to be on espn plus and pay-per-view And you got the UFC welterweight champion, Leon Edwards, going up against Colby Covington. Cody Covington, or Colby Covington, sorry, is a uh, disgraceful dude who says borderline really racist stuff. He's a big time Trumpy. Uh, Leon Edwards is a British black man. I hate to go for Leon, but I have to go for Leon. It's the lesser of two evils for me because I don't really like how those Brits get down. But Colby Covington is a piece of garbage as far as I'm concerned. So I'm hoping Leon kicks his head off. And then your co-main event is going to be Alexandre Pajiva versus Brandon Royal for the UFC Flyweight Championship. On this call, we also got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson going to go Shevat Roskamanoff. You got Vincenzo Luque taking on Ian Gary. You got Tony Ferguson taking on Patty Pimblett. I didn't even know Patty Pimblett was going to be on this card. Irina Aldana is taking on Carol Rosa. Uh, The Queen of Violence, which I I never thought she lived up to this name. Ariana Limsky is taking on Casey O'Neill. You got Dustin Jacoby taking on Alonzo Minifield. You got Cody Galbraith taking on Brian Kelliger. You got Giga Chienze taking on Josh Emmett. You got Lucas Almeida taking on Andre Fela. This should be a pretty good, uh, what do you would call, pay-per-view card. I hope it lives up to the standards that it's supposed to have, and we shall see. Now, your first ever in-season NBA tournament champion is the Los Angeles lakers they won in las vegas versus the indiana Pacers, and lebron is your first ever in-season tournament mvp they gave this to lebron because his name is sexier to have down in history than anthony davis anthony davis had 41 points and 20 rebounds plus five blocks in the championship game you cannot tell me he wasn't the mvp He was the MVP, but he is not a sexier name than Mike, I mean, uh, LeBron James. So you attach LeBron James' name, and you put him as the MVP, and the Lakers won this. And you know what? I wasn't really into this uh, tournament at all, because as far as I know, some of the stats from this tournament don't even reflect on your regular season. I don't know how these games count. Uh, I didn't get that deep with it, but congratulations to the lakers it's something else to add to his library and it's something else to add to the lakers already massive library now these are what i consider the games of the week in the nba tonight you got the nuggets going up against atlanta you got toronto raptors going up against the knicks my san antonio spurs who can't get right up playing houston You got Minnesota taking on New Orleans. Utah taking on OKC. The Lakers are taking on the Mavericks too. This is Tuesday. Lakers, Mavericks. Golden State, Phoenix. The Kings versus the Clippers. Wednesday, you got the Lakers going up against my Spurs. You also have the Knicks taking on the Jazz. Thursday, you got the Cavaliers taking on the Celtics. You got the Timberwolves taking on the Mavs. You got the Nets taking on the Nuggets. OKC is taking on the Kings. Golden State is taking on the Clippers. Friday, you got the Hawks taking on the Raptors. You got the Lakers going again against my Spurs. The Knicks versus Phoenix. Saturday, you got the Nets versus Golden State. You got OKC versus Nuggets. You got Jazz versus Sacramento. You got the Knicks versus the Clippers. And then Sunday, you got the Pelicans taking on my Spurs. Now, at some point in time, I believe that John Moran will be returning. So that means that I'll be adding the Memphis Grizzlies to Mussey games. I just don't know what day that will be. And we'll see how he comes back, how he acts. Uh, Silver said he was going to have a personal conversation with him. We'll see how this all goes. Now, let's get to some football. Texans head coach DeMarco Ryans confirmed that Tank Dell ankle will keep him out for the season. The Eagles actually signed Shaquille Leonard to a one-year deal, and Kenny Pickett was ruled out for Thursday game with a high ankle spurn. Trevor Lawrence had an injury last week, but he bounced back and he legitimately played yesterday. Now I'm gonna get to yesterday's games and next week's games, and then we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. Thursday night, Bailey Zappi threw for three touchdowns and the three and 10 Patriots beat the seven and six Steelers, which really damaged their playoff hopes. They beat them 21-18 we got to stop giving Mike Tomlin and the Steelers credit for just finishing above 500 for a 1,000 years in a row. What about being a winner? What about having some excitement? Often think, uh, the offense stinks. The Steeler way is, is a myth. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 14, 15 years, something like that. Mike Tomlin, he can go 9 and 8 every year, and it really means nothing. What do you do when it counts? So Derek Carr overcame some recent injuries, and he had a very rough start, but he led his 6 and 7 Saints past the 1 and 12 Panthers, 28 to 6, the Panthers abysmal. Justin Field had one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown to D.J. Moore. That was a thing of beauty, and he led the 5 and 8 Bears to a 23-13 win over the nfc north leading nine and four lions the lions have not looked the same since thanksgiving they had a bad to mediocre november to december and let's see if they get this together before the playoff starts zach wilson had an outstanding game for him 301 yards two touchdowns and he led the five and eight jets to a 30 to six win over the seven and six texans uh this was zach's return to starting cj Stroud left the game with a concussion probably uh the texans looked horrible they looked like that team that was from last year this is one of those games you go what in the world happened to the texans they couldn't handle the rain they couldn't handle that dirty defense from the jets and the Jets are pretty dirty when it comes to defense. Quentin Williams is always hitting somebody after the ball is out of their hands, and the league needs to address that. Backup quarterback Jake Browning went 275 with two touchdowns and one interception, and he led the seven and six bingos past the seven and six Colts 34 14. This was this game was never in the question, really. Uh Garnamishi was up and down. He's definitely a seesaw. Amazingly, Joe Flacco threw three touchdown passes. He had one interception, and two of those touchdowns went to Njuku, and the eight and five Browns kicked off Trevor Lawrence three times, even though he had three touchdowns, and beat his eight and five Jaguars 31 to 27 in a walk off tyler wallace returned a 76 yard punt for a touchdown in overtime and he helped the 10 and 3 ravens beat the six and seven rams 31 i mean 37 31 uh the ravens would get ahead and allow the rams to come right back it was you know what The Ravens have a closeout problem. I don't know what they do, what Harbaugh does to fix this, but they have a closeout problem. And thank God for Tyler Wallace yesterday with this beautiful kick return to a a punt return to, to close this out, so they didn't even have to see what could happen in overtime. Aid Orton, he had 11 yards going past with 31 seconds left from Baker Mayfield, and the 6-7 Bucks beat the 6-7 Falcons, 29-25. The 7-6 Vikings beat the 5-8 Raiders, who have now lost three in a row in the lowest-scoring NFL game in 16 years. The lowest-scoring NFL game in 16 years. The total of this game's points was baseball, soccer, Three to zero. I did not stutter. I said three to zero. Justin Jefferson was re-injured after coming back from injury. He had some kind of chest contusion or something of that nature. Debo Sanders scored two touchdowns. He had seven catches and 149 yards. Brock Purdy had a career best 368 yards passing, and, and the 10 and three 49ers beat the six and seven Seahawks. Who were uh, without Geno Smith 28 16? Everybody ate on the 49ers. McCafferty had 145 yards rushing. Brandon Aku had 126 yards catching. George Kittles had a touchdown. I already told you what Debo did. The seven and six Bills got a go ahead field goal late and took. Advantage of eight and five Chiefs. Kadarius Tony's penalty to hold on for a twenty to seventeen win. Uh, we all seen the uh, tape of Patrick Mahomes going crazy. You know what? Kadarius Tony was offsides. He lined up offsides. If we're gonna go to the letter of the law of the league, Kansas City can't just benefit from calls. They also have to say when the call goes against them. The damn man enough to accept it i don't know the last time we've seen the chiefs at eight and five it's probably been free patrick mahomes but they are eight and five and the bills are seven and six are still trying to fight to do something to get into the playoffs russell wilson threw for two touchdowns justin herbert broke his finger in the first half and the seven and six broncos beat the five and eight charges 24 to seven the charges are way overrated justin herbert is way overrated i mean you know you got boza and you got uh what's the brother's name the linebacker i forget his name right now i mean so we got these highly paid big name linebackers on the charges you got austin eckler you got uh Keenan Allen, and they can't seem to get together and win and be a 500 team. Five and eight for this type of team does not make sense. Dak Prescott threw two touchdowns. Brandon Aubrey made four field goals to start his career with a record of 30 and 30. This guy is not missed yet. And the 10 and three Cowboys. Uh, evened up their record with the 10-3 Eagles in the NFC East and defeated them 33-13. Every time the Eagles would come down the field and have a decent drive, they would fumble. Jalen Hurts fumbled, Brown fumbled, Smith fumbled. These all ended maybe potentially drives where they could have got points and got back in this game. But the Cowboys were up early They really were only looking in the rearview mirror and Philly just didn't look like themselves. Their running game wasn't strong. Their uh, defense couldn't stop the Cowboys from getting third downs uh, and completing them over and over again. The Cowboys even took a couple of chances and went for it on fourth down and was successful. This was a good quality win for the Cowboys. I can't wait to see what the airheads on talk, have to say about them how they'll downgrade this victory that it means nothing uh they will come up with excuses but excuses are not worth anything tonight we have a double monday night football game you got the packers going into new york to play the giants i'm taking the giants to win this you got the titans going into miami to play the dolphins i am taking the dolphins now next week's games thursday you got the chargers going into las vegas to play the raiders uh no uh justin herbert broken finger justin herbert i have to take the raiders at home to win this game we have three games saturday people we got the vikings going into cincinnati i like the way cincinnati is looking i'm hating the way minnesota is looking coming off of just scoring three points uh Dobbs has come down to herbs So I'm going to take the Bengals to win at home. You got the Steelers going into Indianapolis. I'm once again taking the home team. Indianapolis is just a better all-around team than Pittsburgh at this point, pride aside. The Broncos are playing the late game on Saturday. They're going into the Lions to play the Lions. The Lions need this game desperately. They need this for their mind. They need this for their ego. They need this for their integrity. So that I'm saying the Lions are going to man up, buckle up, and come to play. Now Sunday, you got the Bears going into Cleveland. Cleveland's defense is just too good. You got KC, who was must be foaming at the mouth, and they're going into, into New England to play a very bad New England Patriot team, a 3-10 and 10 team. KC is going to win that game. You got Atlanta going into Carolina. Carolina can't get right, so i got to pick Atlanta in this game. you got Tampa Bay going into Green Bay. Uh, I like Tampa Bay on the road unless it is freezing cold in Green Bay. Now, if it's freezing cold in Green Bay, I'm taking Green Bay to win. The Texans are going in to play Tennessee, Titans in Tennessee. I think Houston bounces back. That offense is not as bad as it looked yesterday. It was ridiculously bad yesterday. Uh, The Jets are going into Miami to play the Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to hold serve. Uh, Zach Wilson is not going to be able to keep up with that offense for the Dolphins. The Giants are going into New Orleans to play the Saints. I'm taking the Giants in that game. The Commanders are going into L.A. to play the Rams. I'm going to take uh, the Rams at home to win that san francisco is going into arizona and as long as they don't look past the cardinals i have to take the 49ers my cowboys played a late night game in buffalo i've got to go with my cowboys i don't think the role ends yet and by the way i forgot to mention the cowboys have won 15 straight at home uh, so this is on the road but i just wanted to add that in there and then monday night game you got the eagles going into seattle to play the seahawks i don't know if gino will return by then Pittsburgh should be seething at the mouth but the seahawks at home with the 12th man in the stands they could make this interesting so i'm going to pick an upset remember people music you listen to that bad boy with your ears and your heart not your eyes what's on the cover of a album The sleeve, don't let that influence you. They might be just trying to make you feel a certain kind of way. You know, some of it could be just art. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, some of it could be dark art, which could be a turn off. And the music might not even match what you see. But I'm really talking to people who look at music from a racist standpoint. You know what? A white guy ain't gonna have nothing good to sing about. A white guy is not gonna have anything good to play rock is you know garbage it's not true music is made by all kinds of people great music is made all over this entire planet you don't have to know their name you do not have to know their name you might have been passing in a grocery store vegas you could have been on vacation somewhere and you heard a song and you have no idea who that artist is I have been actually fooled where I thought some artists were black guys, they were white guys. Some artists I thought were black women, they were white women, and vice versa. There's been a couple of times where I said, hey, that's got to be a brother, and it was it was a white guy. Or it was a, that's got to be a white guy, and it was a brother. So give it a chance. It's, don't limit yourself to little things. Don't be petty. With things that could help edify your heart your mind your body and your soul because you never know what you might hear in a song that'll help you through a day help you through an illness lift you up out of a doldrum so be careful how you judge don't prejudge stuff for no apparent reason it just doesn't make sense it's been my pleasure doing the show i appreciate you i appreciate you listening if you like to share you can share If you like to subscribe, you can subscribe. If you like to comment, which is the most important thing to me, I love to hear your comments. I appreciate you. I'll be back again next week. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people peace to you and peace to yours.